It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsu Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. You can fully customize your Wild Grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. Do you want a bra that's sexy? Or a bra that's comfortable. Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. Twenty million families or one out of every four renters are squeezed by the high cost of housing. So there is a new organization called Make Room that's dedicated to bringing these issues into the national conversation. It's not getting a lot of play in politics, either presidential or otherwise, and Make Room is trying to change that by making it easy for people to get involved and to demand their elected officials take action. You can get involved by going to makeroomusa.org. Sign up there to send a message directly to your representatives. Let them know that we think this issue deserves lots more attention. Makeroomusa.org. We're about halfway through the Exit the Echo Chamber Challenge. And we're checking in on you and the post-election universe. This is Sarah from the left. And Beth from the right. You're listening to Pantsuit Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. to another episode and the challenge continues uh we have a compliment the other side coming up 
today. Is that right, Beth? No, the empathy map is today. And then tomorrow, wait, I'm all screwed up. I think it's complement the other side today. today. And then, then the empathy map. Right. And then taking and, action. And for the action, I have a special interview coming up with local elections uh, 101 founder. So that's going to be really great. We'll have some more information f- for those of you um, looking to local politics as your action item. And we're also rolling out a new section of our website that we're calling Pantsuit Up, and you'll find all kinds of resources there on things that you can do to participate more. If running for office is not your thing, there are lots of other things. So in the pearls today, we were going to talk about Donald Trump and his recent appointments. He has also been busy. He has been busy, and I think the pace of this is pretty on par with previous administrations. I know there have been some reports, how is this going to get done in time? But if you look at the past, he's not doing too badly in terms of getting these spots filled. Well, you know, I think that the issue isn't how quickly he can fill them. It's how much time did he miss vetting these people and making sure they were the right pick. And are they the right pick is a question. (laughs) <laughs> so yes, why don't we start with the one that I think is the best pick so far? None of these are completely uncontroversial, but I do think Representative Mike Pompeo for the CIA head is a fairly good choice. He's been on the House Intelligence Committee. He has military service. He has private sector business experience. The CIA is not a job where someone could just roll in and be like, I have some ideas, you know, and mm-hmm. I, the intelligence community seems to think of Pompeo as a qualified choice. And I think that's really important and encouraging. I mean, I wish he wasn't on the committee that went after her on Benghazi, but beggars can't be choosers. Well, I think I agree that the Benghazi committee went way off the tracks. Hopefully he learned something from that experience that will be useful in this role. I guess that's the most positive face I can put on that. Um, And his next national security advisor is retired General Mike Flynn. Also, not the greatest history with regards to Hillary Clinton since he was leading a lock her up chant at the convention. It's unfortunate because there was a point in time when Mike Flynn would have been a universally praised choice for this role. Mm Mm-hmm. And after that point, and it seems to coincide with this particular election, he's just become very aggressive about his feelings on the Islamic State, his feelings on Hillary Clinton. And I am I am nervous about this choice. I want to give credit where due and say that this is a very experienced person who served our country admirably. But his comments in this election cycle have been troubling. Yes, because it's not that just his comments against Islamic militants and Hillary Clinton, but just the Islamic faith in general that are incredibly problematic. So you wonder if the State Department choice will be a balancing factor here. You know, that seems to be a Trump way in terms of how he ran his campaign. And we talked about that with Priebus and Bannon, that he he tends to like to sort of divide and let competing philosophies play out. So talking with Mitt Romney about the State Department, which I would feel much, much better about if Mitt Romney were at state, uh, I think that could be a balancing factor here. Well, Supposedly, Rudy Giuliani is out that he was getting too much attention for his um, work with on behalf of foreign nations and too much attention generally, I think, for Trump's um, 
preference. So I think he seems to be off the table, which is fine. And I, you know, again, never thought I'd be in a world where I'm rooting for Mitt Romney. But yeah, I think he would be a solid pick. I think Mitt Romney would be very um, stabilizing in many respects. Rudy Giuliani, the foreign ties are extremely concerning. The way he's profited from things is, is troublesome. Beyond that, though, I think it's just awful that he's run around telling people that he's basically too good to be the attorney general and turned that job down. He seems to not mm-hmm. understand the service at the pleasure of the president aspect of being in the cabinet. So I do hope that he has been kind of I hope he's DQ'd himself by all of his public statements about this process. It's really unbecoming. Well, and no one would ever describe Rudy Giuliani as diplomatic. Excellent point. Ever, ever, ever. Trump has also nominated Jeff Sessions for attorney general. Jeff Sessions is a senator from Alabama who has been extremely loyal to Trump in the election. I think he was the first member of Congress to back Trump publicly. Hmm. It will be interesting to see what happens with this appointment. So on the pro side, you have lots of members of Congress who say, basically, this is a good guy. He works hard. He's easy to get along with. On the other hand, he has a history of racist comments. I don't understand why Trump would go down this road. I really don't. I think this is kind of a fair litmus test of how the Congress is going to treat these nominations in some mm-hmm. ways. Are, are we going to say... The past was the past. We forgive this guy. We're going to move on because it's not really that important to us. Or are we going to say, hey, this is scary to a lot of Americans and what the country needs at a time when racial violence is at a high is not someone who has any kind of question in that regard. I I, I well, hate to root not- against someone being confirmed, but I, I just think this is this is bad news. Well, and it's not like it's just, you know, this sort of amorphous history. It was enough to block his appointment as a federal judge in the 80s when it's not like people were super politically correct. Right, right. So I think that's his worst pick so far. I would give him Pompeo as his best and Sessions as his worst. What do you think? Are we counting Bannon? No, I'm not counting Bannon since we already talked about it. Okay, then yeah, I agree. (laughs) Cosign. I mean, I, I like the Romney conversation that's happening. I think Michelle Reeve for the education department is a really interesting choice and one that I could it be is. excited about. Well, I, I'm definitely excited about it since they were bringing up Jerry Falwell Jr. I heard that he's talking to Elaine Chow, which feels like we're getting in the time machine. But yep. a lot of these choices might. So, I mean, that would be interesting. Here's what is in my heart right now about these choices. This is just my personal thing. I do not like all of the media discussion about here are some qualified people Trump should look at. And by the way, he needs diversity in the cabinet. Mm. I was talking to my friends Kate and Tracy about this this morning. And Kate said this so well. If you say that as though having women and people of color and people of different faiths is like an extracurricular activity, you don't get it. Your definition of qualified needs to be revisited. Yep, absolutely. Well, and I think that he also needs to pay close attention to the mistakes that Barack Obama met as far as his party. Mm, Yes. This is giving him a large amount of benefit of the doubt that he gives a shit about the Republican Party, which I really don't think he does. Um, Whereas, you know, you bring in all these, like if you're recycling people from the Bush administration, 
you are not building a bench. You are not helping develop leadership within your party. You're not helping develop new um, experts and strong voices on these issues if you're just, you know, pulling the ye old names out of the hat. Yeah, he really needs a balance. Because of his lack of experience in elected office, he's he's got a hard task of the right balance of experience and and party building to do. Yeah. And and building a government of the future. Because yeah, a lot exactly. of these Because you're old and all these people are old too. I mean, a lot of these agencies, they need a steady hand, they need experience, they need people who understand Washington. But they also need to be modernized in a lot of their practices. If he's going to deliver on the promise of increasing governmental efficiency, he he needs some new ideas and new skill sets in those spots. So, and and we, let's be fair, he's not even close to being done. There are literally thousands of appointments to be made. Some of that party building should occur at the assistant secretary level. So we'll see what he does. Well, as we move on to compliment the other side, I have mine ready. Senator Rand Paul making me proud, saying he's going to oppose Sessions. He was a strong voice immediately against Giuliani as a pick for Secretary of the State. He seems to be the only one willing to be critical or have some sort of productive conversation at all. Feel And I, and I guess I will take this opportunity to publicly disclose, this is big for me, that I voted for Rand Paul. In the election. Because you put your money where your mouth is, and I appreciate That's right. that about you. I feel like I need to walk the walk if I'm going to tell people that bipartisanship is important, and I'm going to ask Republicans to vote for me, and I believe that it is my role as an American to um, play whatever role I can in um, shaping the Republican Party as much as the Democratic Party, and Rand Paul is a powerful and... Um, incredibly important voice within the Republican Party. And so far, super happy with my vote. Well, I can't find anything to disagree with in what you just said. (laughs) Uh, I'd like to compliment Tim Ryan, who is stepping up as a challenger to Nancy Pelosi for House leadership for the Democrats. What I like about what he has been saying is let's take a look in the mirror and let's figure out what the next version of our party looks like. And let's be honest about our challenges. We lost an election because we did the same old thing. And we Mm -hmm. need to say, what's the new thing for us? And even if he doesn't win, what a brave thing for him to step out and do this and and ask for the party to have this discussion. So I, I really applaud him. And I also, from what I know of him, think that he is a pretty reasonable and dedicated public servant. Well, and I think it's not just, you know, it's an incredibly important conversation to have because it's not just about sort of what will our party look like, but who are, it just seems like right now within the Democratic Party, there's this, well, everybody needs to pick a Bernie, the Bernie side or the Hillary side, and I do not want to do that. Both sides are important to moving the, the party forward, and so instead of fighting about who's in control, having a productive conversation about what we want the future to look like is definitely something that I can get behind. We're going to do a show in a week or so where we look more at the numbers from the last election. But my early read on the numbers is that the Democratic Party did not lose the presidency because it didn't choose the Bernie side. That's Mm -hmm. not what the numbers look like to me. 
Well, and it's just so hard. How do you do a post, you know, we'll talk about this in that in that episode. How do you do a postpartum when you won the popular vote and lost the Electoral College? That's right. I mean, it, it really was about turnout in very specific locations. It's such a bummer. So. And, and not turnout that didn't happen for the Democrats, turnout that exceeded expectations on the Republican side, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll get into all of that later. But hats off to you, Tim Ryan, for forcing a conversation, even if he... I'm not saying he should win. I don't know if he should or not. But I think it's the same thing about leadership of the DNC. That should be a contested role. And and there should Mm -hmm. be a healthy airing of ideas. And I would say the same thing on the the Republican side of the aisle. Like, it's, it's a good thing to have options. If you're looking for a very quick salon quality, but not salon priced manicure, Olive and June has you covered. We've talked about Olive and June's Manny system before. It has everything that you need for a professional manicure in one box, salon grade tools, your choice of six polishes. Those polishes are gonna last you for seven days or more. The cost breaks down to about $2 a manicure. Olive and June also has press-ons if you want. What I love though, is that Olive and June each season is coming out with new colors. And I just got a set of spring and summer colors in quick dry polish. And they say this dries in about a minute. It seemed dry to me in about 30 seconds. It was not kidding about being quick dry. I also love the light colors in this set. There is a huge range. My favorite one is called Kitten. It's like a pinkish gray. The quick dry polish gives you full coverage in one or two coats. It lasts for more than five days and it is offered in more than 40 cruelty-free and vegan polishes. Olive and June just understands what's happening in our lives, that we need to move quickly, but we want to look great and feel great and have fun in the process. Visit oliveandjune.com slash pantsu for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-A-N-T-S-U-I-T for 20% off your first Manny system. Just finished A Court of Thorns and Roses and craving another fantasy world to devour? Dipsy's got you. Dive into spicy enemies to lovers' tales or embark on an epic romance between immortal fae and sworn foes. They've got fantasy romance stories perfect for your morning walk, late night, or long bath. Dipsy is an app full of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second-chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods and goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Can I get something off my chest? Every day I feel a little pang of sadness. Because I think about Griffin going away to college. Y'all, he's a freshman in high school. This is not healthy or normal. This is why I have it on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. We all carry around these things, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us. Therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You gotta get it off your chest. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Pantsuit. So in the suit, we're going to talk about the challenge, the echo, the exit, the echo chamber challenge and um, what we've gotten from you guys so far and what's coming next. the selfies that we received from people because I can't no I cannot it was amazing just you know I was sort of tasked with collecting them and reposting them and so I was really um in it all day long just and it felt like I could not stay in front of you people in your selfies which was the best feeling it's been good to to start to get emails showing us the kinds of discussions that folks are having with people who disagree. I think one thing that we should talk about today is the fact that we've heard from a number of you who've said it feels like this challenge happened too soon after the election for my Mm. emotional state and preferences. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Listen, the, the graphic's not going anywhere. You can do your own challenge whenever you want. Yeah, I put this in our you do you category. And I saw today that one of our listeners made a fabulous UDU item that you can buy on Etsy. I'm gonna have to, I haven't looked at the link yet, but I like that people are going with it. Um, you know, I think that it is important to be where you are. I also think it's important to recognize that you can do this challenge to any degree. Yeah. So we tried to say on our first episode, like, you don't have to reach out to a Trump supporter if you're a Clinton person or a Clinton person if you're a Trump supporter. You can... Go to talk with someone who voted for Jill Stein or Evan McMullen or Gary Johnson or someone who didn't vote. Or you could approach somebody like I did who didn't vote at all in the president. Yeah. And you could approach it issue by issue. You know, avoid the presidential conversation altogether. Talk about a local issue where, you know, you have some disagreement. Whatever it is, the whole purpose here is just to think beyond the scope that you would usually hear. And and that can be a matter of very small steps relative to what you might be feeling about the national conversation. Well, and I think you see sort of the different approaches people are taking, even within the selfies. I felt like some people were just like, um, it felt like, um, I'm trying to, trying to figure out the way to phrase this. Like they wanted to understand themselves better. Some people wanted to understand, quote unquote, the other side better. Some people felt like it was sort of a per, like a internal imperative. And some people felt like it was an external contribution. Like there was all sorts of approaches just within that first day. And I think there are dimensions. So when you think about reading something that you might not normally read, Sure, it can be from the left-right perspective, and that's what we gave you the graphic about, but it could also be a matter of expanding your interest. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of us get very fixated on sort of the horse races in the United States. Well, there's a lot going on in the world that we maybe don't pay enough attention to, right, and we could have more context on. Or there's a lot going on in our own backyards that we ignore because we're caught up in the national races. So, Well, and I think a lot about of. There's a lot in the historical context that we ignore. Absolutely. That we, just, that we don't remember like, oh, we've been here before, everybody. There's nothing new under the sun. 
I heard someone say recently that this past election has been a true Rorschach because everyone looks at it and sees something different. And what they see is completely the product of their own experiences. I think that's overstating it a little bit. But I liked that analogy, especially in the context of Exit the Echo Chamber. If we could just recognize that. Yeah. I'm looking at this and I'm seeing something different than someone else. We've accomplished a lot. And I was really excited to have a few people who were sort of like, wait, what? what's the point of this? Like, And I said, you know, because I understand myself better when I try, have to try to explain it. And then that person like came on board. I felt good about that, too. So we had, you know, we had lots of selfies and then we, I learned a lot of really great new news sources through day two, which I think was really wonderful. And like you said, the reports of people's conversations and um, interactions have been, I mean, I, I mean, I know nobody's surprised for me to say that I cried a little bit, but I totally cried a little bit. I think the Federalist Radio Hour should send us a gift basket or something because I feel like they picked up a lot of listeners yeah, through, our, through our day two challenge. Um, and it's just been fun to see people sharing some of the graphics and some of the blog posts. And a lot of what we've been trying to contribute to this challenge through the blog hopefully has a life cycle beyond this challenge. Mm-hmm. How, how can you talk about politics civilly in any context? How can you post on social media about politics where you're having a real discussion instead of just contributing to more propaganda. Well, and I, uh, we've also sort of gained a lot of resources about how to do this, especially as we head into the Thanksgiving holiday. I thought the Kristen Cleveland post that one of our listeners uh, shared was really beautiful about the uh, eight tips for talking to your family, about digging into your humility and um, doing some spiritual strength training. I thought it's a really great post that's shared on our page for anybody to to look at. So we are looking forward to continuing the challenge, and we're going to do a full wrap-up next Tuesday, and we'll share some particular stories then. But uh, thank you to those of you who are participating. Thank you to those of you who aren't and have told us why and who might save these things for down the road. And if it's not for you, that's okay. I mean, we need both. We need people who are true activists, right, who stay committed to kind of one perspective and go at that hard. And then we need lots of people negotiating the two perspectives and trying to solve problems in a more conciliatory way. So I I think this has been a lot of fun to watch and look forward to seeing more of it. So up next, we're going to talk about a little uh, Thanksgiving Day viewing, I'd like to suggest. 20 million American families, one out of every four renters, are squeezed by the high cost of housing. And unfortunately, we haven't heard much about this issue in the current election cycle. That's where Make Room comes in. Make Room is an organization that gives a voice to struggling renters and elevates rental housing issues for our representatives. So affordable housing is something that affects everybody. And if you go to makeroomusa.org, you can learn more about this public crisis, some of the solutions, and read stories of those affected. But more importantly, you can actually send a direct message to your local and state representative or your members of Congress demanding that they pay attention to this very important issue. And this is really in the spirit of Pantsuit Politics, getting involved, letting people know what issues are not getting the attention they deserve. Make Room is committed to sending one million messages to Congress so that they get the picture. We hope you'll go to makeroomusa.org to make your voice be heard. 
Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online, and we were discussing the fact that I am 43, and she said, I cannot believe how young you look, and I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered shower head purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code pantsuit at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. So, Beth, I finished The Crown from Netflix. Not only was it amazing, but I think it's, like, sort of super relevant to our current conversations. Yeah, I want to watch it. I chose the other night. I hovered over it for a second and thought about it, and Chad and I picked instead uh, the documentary. I think it's called Zero Day Out about the cyber attacks that happened about six years ago. Oh, interesting. Which was fascinating, and I um, I 
didn't sleep very well afterward, but I thought it was terrific. But I'm interested to hear about The Crown. Well, it's just really good. You learn so much about her. I have, you know, I already had a lot of respect for Queen Elizabeth II. For anybody who doesn't know, this is a super high budget um, series that Netflix is doing. It starts sort of around her marriage and coronation with flashbacks. And it just gives you a better perspective. I think as an American, it's easy to look at her and say, oh, she was so harsh with Diana or she's so harsh. All she cares about is sort of herself when she talks about being the queen and the crown and what you really understand is that that's the opposite. She does really, really off, you know, sort of awful, difficult things, particularly in relationship to her family, because she believes that, um, the crown, the, the monarchy is more important than her. There's a lot of conversations about, um, sort of the role versus the sort of individualization. And there's this really great scene where they talk about, um, you know, her uncle abdicated the throne for Wallace Simpson for love for this divorced American. And um, one of the officials says, well, when you the first individualization is where the rot gets in. It's like the first time you think, well, I'm just going to break the rules this once because I'm more important is how it becomes about you and not about the role that you're um, fulfilling. And I actually like I had a friend I, I was posting about my concerns about um, on Facebook and which sparked a, f- a firestorm of comments as anything I post political on my personal Facebook page usually does, um, about Melania and Baron Trump not moving to the white house and Trump's, you know, wanting to stay in Trump tower. And my, and my friend was like, it reminds me of the crown about this idea that like, it's not about you. Um, it's about something much bigger than you. And it, it just, it's, it puts so much in perspective just, you know, to everything in our, in our current cultural values, but also in particular to the history of the monarchy with relationship to Princess Diana and everything. It's just it's so good. Have you ever read the novel I, Elizabeth, about Elizabeth I? No, but I bet I'd love it. It's I love her. so good. Rosalind Miles is the author, and it's it's just fantastic. You can tell that she did a ton of research to bring as much accuracy to it as possible, but it is fictionalized. It's a fictionalized account of Elizabeth I's life. It's really, really worth reading. Well, so anybody else in the, the monarchy fans, generally share your resources. And definitely, if you've been watching The Crown, let me know. And Beth, you got to catch up and watch it. I will. I will watch it. It's, it is on my to-do list. And I feel like since it's our last episode before Thanksgiving, we should just say how grateful we are for the unbelievable group of people who allow us mm-hmm. to be in your ears twice a week every week and who send us these thoughtful messages and engage with us on social media and are so patient with us when you say I'd like to be a guest on your show or here's a blog post or uh, here are some thoughts that I'd like you to respond to because it is we're doing our best to keep up with everything but it's a lot and that is the most remarkable and stunning problem to have. Amen. Amen to that. So we are thankful for all of you. Um, if you're thankful for us and would like to show that support, you can always go to PantsuPoliticsShow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or our new Instagram account. Um, we have t-shirts. Actually, that's a lie. We don't have any t-shirts. We're sold out of t-shirts. We're currently reordering t-shirts. But you can become a supporter of the show. And hopefully we'll be adding a link to buy the uh, Keep It Nuanced Y'all tank top soon. So check that out. And everybody have incredibly safe travels. Um, peaceful and joyful holidays with your family and particularly as we um, converse and fellowship with those we love keep it nuanced y'all